0: gentlemen it is thursday it's february the 10th 2022 it's another technical Alpha podcast i hope you're ready for another great show because as always we got a good one lined up for you today if it's your first time here welcome thank you for stopping by taking a chance on two old men yelling at clouds we're not the only ones doing it but not all of them are two-thirds of an oreo so you know it's in the year 2022 that's that counts for something like I said, great show lined up. However, before we start, get the most important question of the week, Mister Black. How's your week?
1: It's another week. That's it. Incredible. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing notable this week at all. Spectacular. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, I worked on the house. It was my week. Nothing, nothing else but that. I, uh, in fact, I literally just got here from the house uh minutes before we uh, booted this bad boy up we were in the midst of uh we were in the midst of uh prepping to put in some self-leveling floor cement uh for under the tub and uh in the washer dryer stack cuz those have to be level and so uh unfortunately in that area of the house specifically that is anything but level that shit is fucking all over the place uh, they, uh, they made the, uh, rookie mistake when they built the place very clearly. I mean, there's definitely some other shit going on there, but very clearly nobody ever taught the boys when they were doing the, the floor joist to see which way the boards were crowning mm. before they put them in the fucking joist hangers. And so you got some of them that are crowned up and some of them that are crowned down. And so it looks like a fucking six flags amusement park roller coaster in a few spots in the floor. Uh, and in one area in particular, over by the walk-in closet, you could put in a small swimming pool, if you, uh, tried hard enough, you okay. seal that bad boy up, and, uh, put, you know, put some water in, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you get a $50,000 a month Twitch stream. It's just right off the rip. Nice. So, uh, as much as I would like to do that, we're gonna not, we're gonna level that bitch out, and, uh, and so we were just getting things sorted for that, uh, which is basically go out and find the cheapest silicone cock you can find, and fucking... Just every seam in, the, in every area of the floor, every fucking nail head, and then of course where the, the floor meets the rock, you're just fucking pumping that shit full. Uh, and uh, so we were, we were doing that, getting that prepped uh, for that. Silicone caulk, yes, like a dildo. You just actually take a dildo and you rub it around on the ground liberally, uh, and eventually all of the seams get filled, if you know what I'm saying. That's, mm. how, that's how that works. That's how that works. What's that guy that was, what was his name, David? Was that random, like, short Asian dude that walked into the store? He would know.
1: David would know. He knows all about the silicon cock. all about those (laughs) large 12-inch silicone
0: cocks. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, you know, just spend more money, buy more shit, wait for it to show up at the house. It's basically been the week other than uh, doing the work and... Uh, so we were prepping for HVAC and whatnot. Uh, we Welcome discovered to the life
1: of home ownership. It's we did dis-
0: life. It, we did discover uh, an interesting um, an interesting tidbit about this place is that it, uh, when once you got over, so it's basically the same layout as, as Mom and Dad's place. So once you get over to where the kitchen wall meets the dining room wall, uh, and we didn't find this out until we drilled a hole in the floor in in between. Um, in between a wall cavity where we're going to run the HVAC, uh, exhaust, was that, for whatever reason, reasons that we can't quite figure out why, they changed the direction of the floor joist. So normally, all the floor joists run in one direction. Uh, if you've never actually built a house or seen a house being built, uh, they don't just fucking randomly decide which direction the floor joists run. They all go in one direction. Normally, it's front to back. Front of the, you know, back of the house to front of the house. Uh, Which is the case in this place until you get to the dining room and living room area, at which point, randomly, they decided to run that shit in the opposite direction. uh, Where they're running lengthways of the house. And so when we decided it wasn't an add-on, no, this was, this was, this, no, no, the house has not been added on to. This is just shit was just a weird decision so uh, they we drilled down to, for it we hit floor joist dad said excuse me and then we looked at the ground we pulled up like the underlay that uh like that time that super Little thin sheet. Yeah. underlay for the the click flooring Carpetal that was there rovers. yeah yeah and uh and we looked down and sure shit we're looking at nails and dad was like hold on where is this shit running and so uh yeah we found that out uh, they're running the other way not that it means anything for the structural integrity of the house it was just a bit of a curveball when you're trying to drill out your freaking shit for your hvac that you uh, run into a floor joist so we had we had some interesting times uh figuring out a way around that but we got it sorted and continued to, to pick away at uh at some stuff and that was basically my week over at the house now it's time to talk about video game news mr black you ready for some video game news I'm ready, man. I'm ready. We're getting, we're taking the Band-Aid off. Okay. We're ripping it off. Let's Nintendo it. News right off the rip. We're stripping that shit off. Get that out of the way. Nintendo had a direct this week. It's always fun to see just how absolutely uh, insane people get over these uh, directs. People were like, it was like a midnight release. People were 16 hours ahead at the YouTube page sitting there waiting for this direct as if it was like some sort of first come, first serve uh, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops Two event, uh, where uh, where a guy can randomly interview people in the lineup at uh, at midnight. It was almost exactly like that, except waiting for the Nintendo Direct. Uh, lots of people had uh, guesses as to what was going on, uh, and uh, none of them were right, as usual. It's Nintendo, and there's some real there's some real bangers in here, Mr. All Black. Right. So let's do the recap. This is courtesy of Nibel. and by the way, this podcast is 50% Nibel's Twitter feed. I just want to let you know that right now That man condenses That man condenses almost everything Uh, Once in a while I have to go out of my way To like, you know uh, Find my info But odds are, 9 times out of 10 Nibel's already got that done So shoutouts to Nibel for making this shit happen Shoutouts So, first game uh, that was in there Was a Fire Emblem Warriors Three Houses, or Three Hopes Sorry, not Three Houses, but Three Hopes That's a Fire Emblem game it's like the nine hundredth. If you like Fire Emblem, you'll probably want to play some of that. It looked okay. It looked like more Fire Emblem. Uh, then we got something. There was I was gonna I'll say this. There was a lot in this direct Mister Black for our age group. They were smashing the thirty to forty year old age group right out okay. the park. All right. Okay. Let me explain why. First up, Advanced Wars One and Two are coming to the Switch. Advanced they're pulling, Wars. They're pulling that shit out of the what was that DS? I can't remember how far back that goes now long time advanced wars very popular very good coming out of the vault like the disney vault advanced wars one and two it's a combined deal uh it's coming april 8th so not that far away they even gave characters voices this time around uh amongst a a couple of other little additions something that is blowing my mind and i almost want to buy it just to see how the fuck they did hello games has managed to port no man's sky to the switch I'm not sure how it's going to run on the Switch. I know that it runs not great on even the most powerful computers in the fucking world. But, you know, it has gotten better over time. But, I mean, it's still not the most, you know, uh, optimized game. So how they got it onto the Switch, I don't know. How many f- single frames that game's going to run, don't know. But I've, I'm very much interest- uh, interested in the breakdown that I'm sure maybe Digital Foundry will do uh, when uh, when it launches this summer. Mario Strikers! Mr. Black, did you ever play Mario Strikers back in the day? The original, like, Mario Soccer, uh, basically? I
1: have a copy, but I haven't played it.
0: Yeah, so they're, uh, they're doing a new one of those, and they're doing a pretty, they're doing it pretty big. Uh, in fact, they have a Mario Strikers Battle League as part of the game, where it's 5v5 competitive gameplay. Uh, items and special moves, of course. Uh, gear system with impact on the stats. And up to eight players, uh, with online clubs... With rankings, and up to 20 players per club, I believe is how that works. Uh, and so they're really going all in on something that they're uh, they're never good at. Online. So hopefully right. that actually, you know, uh, if you're playing in a league, you, you kind of need your connection to be stable. And if there's one thing that Nintendo Online is not, it's stable. So hopefully they can make that a little bit more for their Mario Strikers. Because you know what? it'd probably be dope i mean it'd probably be really good mario strikers was a, a good game this one looks also pretty neato uh, but uh all the same oh and uh big news for this rosalina you're gonna see her standing on the ground for like the first time fucking ever because you know she just floats everywhere so you know big news coming out of nintendo direct rosalina's feet on the ground splatoon 3 bet you didn't think that was going to happen here we are it's out not yet, but it's coming. More platoon That's really big in Japan. Not as big over here, but fucking massive uh, over in Japan. Then we got something, maybe this will ring a bell for you. Front Mission, the first. It's a remake coming for, uh, for Front Mission. That's also on its way uh, this summer with a sequel coming. So this is one of those remake a game to build up hype and or remind people that this franchise exists into... A, a, a sequel uh, in the future, uh, which they don't have a, a, a date announced or anything for uh, For Front Mission. Disney Speedstorm was announced. It's a free-to-play, cross-platform Disney Pixar kart racer. Why not? Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which is the Wii version, for reasons nobody can fucking figure out, is coming to the Switch. <laughs> Look, the Wii version. They're reaching back. The Wii is bordering. Mr. Black, what is the official the official cutoff time for console is retro? How many years?
1: Is it 20? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably 15, 20 years. All right. We're getting close then. The Wii is getting there. We're almost pulling up retro
0: versions of Force, <laughs> Force Unleashed to be put on there uh, for, uh, for the Switch. Uh, Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection coming February 17th Uh, for those of you that haven't already played everything Assassin's Creed I'm sure it's going to sell a bajillion copies on uh, the Switch though because there's 100 million plus of those things floating around Uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance was also announced Chrono Cross Remaster Mr. Black So this was also part of the, uh, this Cross Remaster was part of that NVIDIA, like, um, game streaming service leak that happened not too, too long ago. And this is the next one that was on that list that, it seems like that list that got leaked is just right. So at this point, we've had so many come out on that list that turned out to be right, it's safe to assume that everything on that list is likely to be Okay, unfortunately, for those that like Chrono Chrono Cross, and it's kind of like a 50-50 split I've learned over time for those who like Chrono Cross versus Chrono Trigger, they're giving it the good old-fashioned Square Enix barely-give-a-fuck treatment for this uh, this remaster. So don't get your hopes up too much for Chrono Cross uh, as far as the remaster goes. It kind of looks like uh, the other half-hearted remasters that Square Enix has done in the past for some of their other games. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so if you're gonna play Chrono Cross, if you can, if you have the game sitting around, if you can, emulate that bitch, upscale it, and it's gonna look a thousand times better than whatever the fuck Square Enix is doing. And, since you already own it, you won't have to pay, so just stick to it that way. Uh, next up, we had a game out of Kirby, where, I don't even know, what is this, it's called Mouthful Mode, I don't... I don't know if, is that the name of the fucking game? It might be mouthful mode. and if that's the case then there's an awful lot of fucking sex jokes to be had right there. And you know who would know a lot about that old Davy Boy. Davy Boy knows all about mouthful mode and all those silken cocks. Uh, but Kirby uh, shown swallowing an entire ass car at one point as well as a pylon, an orange pylon, which of course immediately meant that everyone that uses VLC uh, wanted to swap that out for their icon on their desktop. Kirby swallowing the VLC pylon icon. Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, it's a Kirby game. I don't even know anymore, bro. Nintendo just... N- Nintendo just does shit. It's like, if it, does it sound fun-ish? Yeah? Okay, make it. What if we just had Kirby deep-throat everything? Yeah! can't call it Kirby deep throats everything what could we call it mouthful mode we're in green light it make it happen uh MLB the show 2022 coming to the switch that's huge because MLB sells a shitload of copies Klonoa. do you have like old school Klonoa sitting around in that giant shelf behind you I
1: don't think so
0: uh well we're getting more Klonoa, Mr. Black one and two coming to uh, the switch on july 8th a portal companion collection that's just the portal collection in general uh is coming to uh, the switch as well live alive remake hd 2d it's that it's that uh you know octopath traveler style graphics this is a really kind of esoteric fucking pull out of the vault for nintendo this was a japanese only release Uh, that a handful of people in our age bracket that was like the special kind of gamer that imported shit from Japan would know about and then everyone else is just saying, The fuck is this shit? However, apparently a lot of people are quite excited about it and that 2D, 3D look, I can't, I can't lie. I, I love seeing it every time I see it. Maybe I'll pick this bad boy up. I don't even know what the fuck it's about. Uh, but a lot of people that have played it were quite excited about it, so it's gotta mean something to somebody. Also, Mr. Black, you know what we haven't had? A new Nintendo Sports title, and here it is. Nintendo Switch Sports. There's no more There's no Miis. They yeeted the Miis out of there. And they replaced them with a bunch of smooth, polygonal characters that look a little bit less nightmare fuel uh, than the Miis did. In there, you're going to get such hits as tennis, bowling, chumbara. Do you know what that is? Because I don't no idea soccer badminton volleyball and i think they're adding golf at some point if i'm not mistaken uh let me keep this train going here yes golf will be added via a free update later this year so with online playtest announced as well on the uh, 18th of february so the sports titles are going into the live environment Uh, so if you want to get your Chambara on online for whatever the fuck Chambara is, you can do it. And you can do it online. In the not-too-distant future. I'm kind of excited for the golf thing. I'm a sucker for golf games, so hopefully it doesn't suck balls. Uh, Taiko no Tan Tatsujin. I can't pronounce Japanese, let's be honest. Uh, Rhythm Festival. I do know of this game, though. Um, in terms of having seen it before. Coming to the Switch this year as well. Triangle Strategy got a little showing. We already talked about that. That's like an old-school type game. It's a new game, but a throwback. Cuphead, uh, The Delicious Last Course, also coming to the Switch. Metroid Dread, uh, is getting a free update. Earthbound, coming to Nintendo Switch Online. That is the, uh... The game that everyone's wanted a sequel to, but, uh, or three, I guess, or four? What is it at? Mother... What did it be? Mother
1: 4 or Mother 3? Do you know? I have no idea, bro. Couldn't I think you've got Earthbound back there somewhere. I have one Earthbound. I don't even... I didn't even know there was more than one. Yeah,
0: I think there's a couple. Oh. Uh, anyway, it's the OG, and it's, uh, it's coming to Nintendo Switch Online, uh, later today! Oh, that's on there, then! That was because this was yesterday. Now, here's the- here's the biggest meme of all memes, Mr. Black. This is... (laughs) This is... (laughs) I fucking laughed so hard when I saw this. So, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is the- the updated version of Mario Kart 8, which is, to my recollection, nearly 10 years old now. That shit has been around several times at this point. Uh, everyone was waiting- Please God, tell me we're going to get a Mario Kart Nine at this at this uh, n- Nintendo Direct. The answer is no. You know what you're getting? A massive slew of downloadable content for a nearly decade old game. Let's go. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is getting a whole bunch of fucking new tracks and shit over the course of I think there's a period of time. They they got like payment plans and shit fucking all over the. I think it's like another forty eight tracks being added to this bitch. Which I think is more than the game launched with at this point. I think some of them are being ported over from the Mario Kart mobile game. Uh, and some of them are re- like remastered versions of older courses. Yes, 48 additional courses will be released in waves until the end of 2023. The first wave is coming March 18th. And this is also a part of the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack system. So if you're on that whole thing, this is one of the ways they're sweetening the pot on that. Is, hey, get Mario Kart tracks, bro. Um, There's a lot of them. And people have been looking at pictures and stuff that they posted. I mean, it is what it is. Some of them definitely look like they were just stripped right off of the mobile version. They don't look nearly as good as the tracks that came with uh, the game to begin with. Um, some people are happy about it, some people aren't particularly thrilled, and they just wanted to have, a, like, a proper new Mario Kart at this point. And I don't blame them. Shit's been almost 10 years! You are pulling this out and saying 48 new tracks for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe seems a bit superfluous to me, but, uh, but you know what? Since they sold, as we talked about the other day, something like 48 million copies of this game? This seems like a really good way for them to make even more money than if they had just released Mario Kart 9. So this is this is how you're getting it one way or the other. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will live forever. Then we saw Xenoblade Chronicles 3, that's a video game that runs at 5 FPS. And that was the show. That was direct. We did
1: it. You survived Mr. Black. We got uh, through Nintendo. God, there's actually not one thing I give a fuck about. Not one. Not even Chimbara in Switch Sports? No. <laughs> So it's the news is so that Nintendo news is so incredibly uninspiring and boring and just the same. It was hated fucking shit. It was so uh, funny to see online how many people were
0: like uh excited about this direct because a bunch of the remastered to re-release games were like, "Oh, nostalgia childhood," and then the other half was like, "What the actual fuck is this?" Yeah. It ain't, for, <laughs> it ain't for me, I'll tell you that. So It, it ain't for me either, really. I there wasn't really a hell of a lot. I know, I'm I'm a little excited about Chambara online. Uh, everything else, not so much. I don't know what the, I don't know what to think of it. Uh It's the end of an era this week, Mr. Black, as Sega has officially left the Japanese arcade business. Having been a major player in the market since the 60s, the pandemic hit the arcade market hard, of course, uh, which forced them to sell over 80% of their business earlier during the pandemic. But as the arcade industry continues to struggle... Uh, they have decided to sell off the rest of their arcade business and are leaving entirely. They sold the first 80% and this back uh, portion to the same company. I can't remember the name of the company off the top of my head. Either way, they're dipping uh, out of the business uh, and sticking to the Vigia games in the uh, the console and PC market. Uh, so yeah, bit of an end of an era. And they were closing things down, I think, as well earlier this year for like uh, the the uh, Sega store and stuff in, uh, in parts of... Uh, of Tokyo. Uh, I don't know if it was in Akihabara or not, but either way, Sega is paring things down. Pairing things down so they can focus on what really matters. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie. Uh, despite a hike of 57% in ne- net profit in 2021 alone, Mr. Black, which brought home a cool, clear of expenses. $33.4 billion dollars. Mm. Amazon is increasing the cost of Prime from 119 to 139 USD per
1: year, citing increased benefits and rising costs. I mean, that's what happens when you spend half a billion dollars on a Lord of the <laughs> Rings show, and they know it's coming, and everyone's going to start buying Amazon Prime. So...
0: This is where you make your extra money sense. when they're
1: coming in. This just makes sense.
0: Otherwise, they'd only have 29.9 billion dollars actually no wait no that, those are in billions they'd have 32.9 billion dollars left and they wouldn't be able to extort everyone it is silly though because twitch like like uh Thomas and twitch prime amazon prime hasn't really added anything of like major major value since they did like the the video service so yeah anyway I mean, that's a one... pretty
1: big value i mean there's a lot of shit that's going up on him Am- i've been watching that more and more lately and uh i've been using it specifically for the expanse yeah.
0: Uh it's not to say that they don't have good things on 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 Prime Video cuz they do. Uh yeah, it's some, just There's some solid shit on there. I'm uh, just wondering where the ceiling the for audience. Amazon Prime is cuz we're hitting two we're we're like another sounds like another year or two we're going to be at 200 Canadian dollars a year uh just for yep. Prime. <laughs> we're just getting it's starting to get a bit steep. Uh and a scandal nobody likes to ever uh that nobody likely ever thinks about Mr. Black. The best guitar hero player in the world do you know who that is don't know nobody does uh in the world came out this week to say that he was in fact cheating in many of his record-setting videos his name is schmooey i believe is how that is pronounced uh got some fire in december after somebody noticed the notes weren't lining up with what he was in fact playing on the guitar this led to the uh his eventual admission recently this wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that he took bounties from his community for money to complete many of these challenges in which he was cheating. He said he was paid, uh, that he has paid all the bounties back. We'll take him at his word, I guess, for that, for, for now. Uh, deleted all of his videos on YouTube and posted a spreadsheet showing which videos were fake and which were real. Uh, though he admits he understands few people will recognize the legitimate records after all of this has happened. And there you go. Just like the guy, who was the guy, what was it, the, um, there was a big scandal, you probably wouldn't wouldn't know this, but there was, like, a big scandal over, I want to say it was, um, was it Tetris? The guy that had, like, the Tetris record or whatever, and there was, like, a whole fucking documentary about that shit. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, this is the second, the big one. Mm. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero, the one fake, that fake everyone it till cares it. about. Fake how it good? Till you make it. How good can you play through the fire and flames, Mr. Black? I'm not bad at that game. I was fucking abysmal, bro. <laughs> I was abysmal. It's like when I got Rock Band, I exclusively drums. I cannot do the guitar for my life. It was absolutely abysmal at it. Uh, in other things people never think about, Google Stadia is on its way out uh, and being sold off for its tech under the name Google Stream. Insiders have reported that Stadia has been deprioritized at Google. Not that this wasn't already apparent. so you guys can go back to not thinking about google stadia anymore that's that's you're okay you can do that now go back to it in a statement that definitely reads worse than it needed to platinum games president told famitsu that they will now focus on games that and this is a quote translated can be enjoyed and loved for a longer period of time. Instead, and this is out of the end quote, instead of its usual, quote, one-off, well-designed titles. That read a little strange to me. I don't think I've ever seen a uh, developer or a president for a video game company come out and say, you know what, guys, we're thrown in the towel. We are no longer going to make well-designed video games. We're going to move into something that is no longer well designed. It's a bit of an odd thing. I have to suspect that some of that is translation, but all the same, it read kind of funny to me. Uh, so basically what they're saying is, and if you read more in the, uh, in the interview is he's talking about how they are going to move Platinum Games into live service. Woo! <laughs> yeah! More live service! Yeah! Uh... Yes! Give me more games that you just have to devote your entire existence to to enjoy even a small amount. Yes! More! Bayonetta live service game coming soon. Oh, by the way, speaking of live service games, uh, Battlefield 2042, Mr. Black, very important update today. You can now unlock a tactical beanie. Wow. Don't miss it. Uh, I will. I will. I will related to this platinum games made an appeal of sorts to Microsoft's Phil Spencer this week saying that they'd like to make the long canceled scale bound finally happen. Do you remember that game? Mr. Black scale That was the one that had like dinosaurs and shit. And the main character in the trailers had like uh, headphones on and was constantly listening to fucking crazy ass music.
1: Yes. Yes. I remember that. I
0: yeah. Right so now. that, that got caught in like development hell for like fucking ever. And then Microsoft eventually said, you know what guys, this ain't it. We're not. We're done burning money over there. So anyway, Platinum Games, after announcing that they no longer want to make <laughs> quote-unquote well-developed games, is now pleading with Phil Spencer who is, from their position, just throwing money around like crazy right now to bring that out of the vault and try and finish it up. Uh, which really, I have to say, pretty much anyone else under the Microsoft title at this point would be able to develop that game better than Platinum Games if I had to take a wild guess. So Unlikely to happen, but you never know. Maybe Phil feeling a little philanthropic. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. And speaking of Phil, Phil Spencer was nominated at the DICE Awards this week as for a uh, Lifetime Achievement Award in the video game segment. Uh, An award that has previously gone to some other pretty big and fancy folks. I want to say Reggie. Uh, My Body is Reggie from Nintendo of America. I may or may not have also uh, pulled that award down. Uh and relatively well deserved honestly. Phil Spencer's done a hell of a lot to turn the Xbox brand around in the last uh in the last several years and continues to do a good job of it. So uh so I guess good for good for you Philly. Godspeed. Um Microsoft continues to, speaking of Microsoft, they continue to clarify their position on the exclusivity of Activision Blizzard titles this week, where they've now said that their plan is to, in fact to continue to provide the games on PlayStation and other platforms like the Switch uh, and others, even after the contractual obligations have run out. Lots of people have been speculating endlessly over whether or not after spending $70 billion Microsoft would lock up, for example, Call of Duty to uh, the P.S.C. and the Xbox, but that does not seem to be their plan um for how long and with what if any caveats though we'll uh, have to maybe wait and see so in terms of like and and you and i talked about this before our thoughts were that perhaps it's not going to be locked to the uh to the xbox and pc but timed exclusives of certain you know events or items or things of that nature more likely to have something like that but yeah there there is a certain line where if you were to lock that shit up, you're never going to make your seventy billion dollars back. You got to let you got to let Call of Duty ride free, bro. You can't lock that bitch up. Uh, and then you're just burning money. So, uh, however, will that last forever? I don't fucking know. However, for now, that's where they stand, and they've made as public about that. I think I have like three different employees talking about that now, uh, publicly. So that should be the uh, give you an idea of where they stand there. And finally, Mister Black in video game news one. That I'm sure, your great grandchildren are already excited about. If you haven't already become a shareholder, or you are a shareholder that doesn't actually know anything about video games, Rockstar Games, this is for you. They said, "Hey, if you're a shareholder for us and you need to know, because you didn't assume so already, Grand Theft Auto 6 is indeed in development, Mr. Black. It is. It is begun over at Rockstar Games." It's It's coming.
1: It's probably been in the works for a long time already, I would imagine. But they decided they needed to tell the world, like, Uh, hey, it's coming.
0: Enjoy it, shareholders. In what, 2027? That's what I'm saying. Your great-grandchildren are going to be super fucking excited about that shit. It won't be anytime soon. I think as soon as they announced GTA 6, their stock price jumped like 5% that Uh, (laughs) that day. So that's who it's for. It's for the people that don't really follow the games industry enough to know, but they're invested in it anyway because the stock tra- like tracked well over time. So like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wonderful. Really? Another Grand Theft Auto? Oh, it's made how much money for GTA Online? Oh, yeah. really? And 6 is coming now. Great. Buy more. And that's all I got, Mr. Black. That was video game news for wow. this week, which means it's time okay. for
1: you to wake up and sell out patreoncom leg tv head on over there throw some money at the damn screen uh if you can't afford to that's okay that's okay just uh share it's not it okay around. sell your body i need the money right now okay you know what if you don't have it get it there, any means, necessary, <laughs> any means right? necessary any means necessary any means necessary i'm giving some you of that f- rockstar fucking <laughs> stock and throw it at the screen here because you made some extra money on the announcement. That's great. Adam needs it. All right. Um, I uh, I could use it. You know, I'm, I'm not as maybe as dire as Adam is right now uh, in the middle of his renovations. But I won't complain. Um, Patreon.com slash TV. You get some perks, you know, eventually. Just like Rockstar, <laughs> 2026, 20, 2027. 20, We're
0: announcing right now that in the not-too-distant and possibly-distant future, you're finally
1: going to get your posters, yep. pins, and yep. other memorabilia. It's going it to happen. It'll happen. Eventually. It it's will. happening. Usually there's about a two-year period in between <laughs> we do shipping out. Sometimes it's three years. So head on over to patreon.com slash lagTV. Also, if you want to support the podcast Uh, Go to NordVPN, N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash O-T-T. Use the promo code O-T-T and get yourself a NordVPN subscription. When you get a two-year subscription, you get a massive discount, a bonus month. You get to stay safe, stay anonymous on the internet. You can hook it up to your router, your smart TV, your phones, your computers, your Mac, Whatever, they've got an app for you. The servers are super fast. You can game on them, stream on them, game and stream on them at the same time. Hey, eventually in the future, you know Game Pass is going to be region, regional. You know, there's gonna be some licensing issues, which means NordVPN, mask your IP, have access to different games. Shit, you can do that now. You you want to play on different regions of games, use NordVPN. You want to stay safe? Want to stay anonymous? You don't want to use public Wi-Fi servers and whatnot to have your data stolen? All right? It's 2022. There's cyber predators out there looking to grab your information, take your nude photos off your phone, all of those things. All you need is NordVPN. And, hey, you support the podcast. You support the sponsor for supporting the podcast. And you support yourself.
0: That's right. NordVPN.
1: You get up to six simultaneous devices at uh, per account, so you only need one account per household. Two if you're a small Filipino family, and eight at the price There's of. There's no what? such thing as a small Filipino family. That, that was the joke. All right, that's why I said you need two subscriptions, which is about twelve twelve individuals, it's twelve people. Yeah. All right. Um, see, look, he fucked up my joke, and now I'm, he, so, he I'm he sorry. sorry. Father, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My yeah, apologies. Fucking, God dang, I fucked um, it all up. You you messed it. Up. Listen, just go get NordVPN. Do it now. All right, it's like it's 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 a less man! than the price of a grande cinnamon dolce latte at Starbucks a month, man. Damn, man, 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 man. 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 All right, that's it. That's enough. It's time for
0: movies, Obi Wan. That's a series, Mr. Black, and now mm-hmm. we know it's arriving May the 25th, which is, as far as I'm concerned, bullshit That's not May the 4th. It be May the 4th, man. How do they fuck that up? They mi- they missed an opportunity. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it chronicles much of what uh, was apparently referenced in Obi-Wan's journals, or would have been referenced in Obi-Wan's journals. I don't really care what it's about. We're just getting Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and so I'm going to watch it. Yep. Cause it's going to be better than as you you might have discovered yesterday. It's going to be better than Book of Boba Fett, which if you haven't figured this out, and this is no spoilers, is really just filler for another Star Wars show. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm on uh I'm on episode four now, and um, it's pretty fucking whack so far. Um, I hear it gets better, but we'll see. <laughs> Usually getting better in the Star Wars world is, is like, hey, we got to see an old character in the last episode. It gets better. You know who's you know, you know that's definitely gonna happen. Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it's you know what Star Wars really is? It's an elaborate space opera version of Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> pretty much it. Where's fuck we got another star wars where's mark hamill
1: he died 30 years ago fuck it cgi bring him back bring him back bring back harrison ford too. Bring the him, power just, of just bring them all back man. artificial it. intelligence who the fuck asked for a boba fett show i mean <laughs> and I, I, you know who who asked for this man i like you know the fucker should have stayed dead man it could have been so much better, though. Like, like they had they had all
0: that opportunity to, like, flesh out Boba Fett as a good character. And, in fact, it, like, instead, we just got whatever the wet fart shit that was. So, anyway, you, you can finish it and let me know your thoughts uh, I will. when you guys I'm, I'm sure work be your done. way through.
1: We'll be done by next Thursday, so. All right.
0: There you go. Yeah. Uh, production company Village Roadshow. I'm sure you've seen this pop up in your uh, in your feed, given uh, you're into the whole movies deal. Village Roadshow is suing Warner Brothers over mismanagement of the Matrix Resurrection's release, citing the damage done releasing it to HBO while it was still in theaters. Uh, and they claim that Warner Brothers has damaged the entire franchise by doing this, making future Matrix spinoffs uh, on the big and small screen less palatable to investors which whether it was their intention or not is probably not hideously incorrect.
1: What are your thoughts? Um yeah, it's a little weird because like HBO Max announced a year before the movie came out that it was going direct. Um and Village Roadshow knew about this like a year before. Um apparently they're in the whole for a couple hundred million dollars or something from how this movie performed. And so they're trying to sue Warner Brothers um, for this so that they don't have to pay money back or whatever. I There's this big fucking shit show going. Nobody would be getting sued if The Matrix was actually good and it made money. It lost a fuck ton of money. Shit loads of money. So Not only did it lose the money it actually just it lost fans it lost its credibility it lost virtually everything which is i think what village is is leaning on here is that is that
0: by being as bad as it was and in i I don't think it was the how it was released is the problem here it was just the movie sucked balls yeah um Is that, yeah, like, and we mentioned this before, we were both ranting about it. Is is this this has been nuked from orbit now? Nobody is going to want to touch this fucking intellectual property. Resurrection made a depressing $37 million in the US and just crawled across the $153 million
1: mark worldwide for Matrix Film. That's bad. That's really bad. The the budget was 190. Was that?
0: I wouldn't even be surprised it was more. Uh, without the marketing budget, of course, but yeah, like I think they said in the article Yeah, 190, that I was reading, yeah,
1: 190 yeah. million, then add another 200 million dollars in marketing, if not more. They went balls deep on marketing that movie. Yeah, if so. not more. Like, it wouldn't <clears> surprise <throat> me if they're all in for 500 to 600 million dollars on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And they
0: are woefully far off the mark. Yeah. So yes, sure. I don't. You know, I, does 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 Village have a, a leg to stand on here? Probably not, uh, because of the reasons that they're saying that it's happening. It was just a really shitty movie. It's kind of just the reality of it. Um, but uh, but you know, well, we'll see what spins out of uh, of that whole deal. Continuing the trend of rumored or confirmed video game movies uh, for video games to movie or series transitions, Ruben Fleischer or Flesher. I don't know how to pronounce his last name there exactly. Uh, the director for the Uncharted movie is seemingly in talks with PlayStation to adapt Jack and Daxter for either TV or film. He's interested in doing that and is currently talking with Sony to try and make that happen. Jack and Daxter uh, is like one of those games where... <sighs> uh, is that big enough to want to do a series or a movie? like is Jack pretty and... big.
1: I think it was pretty big.
0: It's not small. It's just like, I, well, okay, I'll put it this way. Cause maybe this is why, I, maybe this is why I feel this way. I never played it, nor do I know anyone else that played it. They got a bunch of games. It.
1: Like I got a bunch of them.
0: Over They've made the, a ton of, a ton of Jack yeah. and Daxter games. They look
1: fun, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I always confuse Jack, uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank with Jack and, and, and Daxter. Jack and Dax. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the final one, and this was a today, uh, a, d- a today happening, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Jurassic World Dominion trailer popped up. The old crew is back, meaning Ellie and Alan, their actors and actress are, uh, the actor and actress are back, as well as, of course, Jeff Goldblum, because you can't have one without Jeff Goldblum now. Uh, for the wrap-up of this story arc for the franchise, so they're like, this is the last one, guys! <laughs> and they just have like a bunch of scenes where it's like And you know what though? The two of them they aged like gods. Mm. Both of them aged incredibly well. Uh and so uh and, and so yeah, there you go. Um I'll be slightly more interested in this one just for the, the sake of nostalgia. It's not the it's not the other ones were terrible movies, but I'm I was falling asleep. Uh, at the last two, uh, the whole the whole arc with the, like the super smart velociraptor thing. Stop the madness! It's fucking terrible.
1: Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the Jurassic World movies. They're not bad. Uh, I, no. I, I, they're 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 fine. Like you go to the theater, watch it on the biggest screen possible on IMAX, and get some j- dinosaur jumps and whatnot. So I, I'm there yeah. for this movie. I'll check yeah. it out. I do enjoy that they've that they've at least
0: seemingly done as much animatronic stuff as they can get away with uh because it does even though you know it's animatronic for whatever reason in my mind anyway oftentimes it looks better than when they're trying to do oh yeah uh you know just straight CGI and uh probably cheaper which is a weird like you wouldn't think that it would be cheaper but then you find out how much it costs to model and animate some shit and you start gluing together you know plaster pretty quick to try and make up a fucking model uh that's all i got for movies and tv i like i said this week so em and i were watching um the expanse uh i had started it a long time ago and then had dropped it but i went back to it uh and we started watching it together we've been enjoying that we're we're three seasons and change deep yeah we started um, watching
1: that too and we i think we got into season maybe two yeah maybe maybe 3 and we just <clears throat> stopped it was just like it's a show that um it's bingeable until it's not like it's yeah. it's, it's like a show that uh, we we watch so much of it and then it's one of these shows that it just kind of feels like I'm watching the same shit over and over and over again and then it just gets old it's like an arc ends and then a new one starts and it's pretty much the same arc and then it ends and then it and then I'm just like, okay, I'm, I I can't handle any more yeah. of this. That's pretty much what why we stopped watching. Just yeah, kind of-
0: I I would say that was my experience when I watched it too. Uh, with the first time when I put it down, that was probably that was about where I felt. It was like I feel like I'm watching the same episode uh, over and over again. Um, I think the problem was that they were, and and it continues to be the case from where we are now. I'm enjoying it. It's not to say that I'm not enjoying it. I think it's a really good show, but. It's like they they did they did this show in in like seasons that had like thirteen episodes or some shit, and it could have been maybe ten. Mm. Uh, and so you get this repetitious feeling sometimes, or you feel like you've already you like you're you know they're they're taking too long to get through something. Uh, but uh, I've been enjoying it. It's basically Mass Effect the TV the TV show. Yeah. Like for God's sake, they've even got one of the voice actors or actresses, I should say. As a main character in this bitch, that's from Mass Effect, um, and the characters themselves are basically Mass Effect characters. Now, I think this is—I'm pretty sure—the Expanse is is based on books, and if I had to take a guess, the books may or may not predate Mass Effect. More than likely, so it's a, it's it's a good chance that Mass Effect is just heavily influenced by the Expanse. Uh, and uh, but uh, but either way, um. Yeah, we've been enjoying ourselves with, uh, with that for the most part. What I like about it is that they do they do just enough of the science right that it makes everything feel believable. Like in 300 years, that could be where we're at, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And how everything is is working, it all kind of makes sense. Um, and uh, and so yeah, yeah, I've just been enjoying that. Other than that, there hasn't really been any new movies or anything that popped up that we've been able to watch. So. That's, that's it. What about that's you it? guys? Nothing else? You guys didn't watch anything else? No, I
1: mean, we started watching Boba Fett. We finished, um, Archive 81. Uh. Um, oh, we watched that too. Oh shit, you guys are binging hard. Yes, watch that God. too. What well, like think? after, after I get home from being
0: at, uh, at the house or whatever, we have, yeah, you know, I have like, I have like three hours before bed. And yeah. so we're just, we're just plowing through friggin' shows. So how did you feel about Archive? was, it
1: was It was good. I mean yeah. we liked it. It was different. It was um, you know, It, it was James Wan. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I don't <laughs> think he directed it. I think he's a producer. He is a um, producer. Yeah. Yeah, producer. It's still filmed um, James Wanne. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. I enjoyed it. I give it like an eight mm. out of ten. Uh like seven point five eight right around there. Um can't go higher than that, but um it was uh it was fun. It was like a... It was different, but it it was it was different enough. It was sort of the same of what I've seen before, but it was a nice twist. Like, yeah, it was different. You had to yeah. use you to use my brain a few times, like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and then it started clicking, and I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I fucks with this. It wasn't like scary. It wasn't like a horror, uh, but it was like a mystery thriller. Small horror elements to it. um Very culty. Your standard cult like, yeah, cult like shit. shit. It but was it fine. was
0: like a good. It was a good combo of like you know there are multiple bad actors and they're they're working cross purpose with one another. And so as a viewer, uh and then like the protagonists are caught in between that. Yeah. And so as a viewer, it feels so many times. It when you do, when they when it's written that way, it's. Harder to to really accurately guess at what's going on because you've got bad actors coming up both directions for the protagonist, and so as some things feel like a red herring where you're like, oh, they're just fucking with me, but yeah. no, because the, and then because the the all the the bad guys aren't necessarily working together uh in in this instance and so you get you get thrown for a loop which is nice because it just means you're not guessing your way all the way through the the
1: series and you can be caught off guard how'd you feel about the ending because i thought it was kind of a I thought it was kind of of yeah it was it was kind of it was kind of like they were setting it up for another season yeah of course yeah so you know uh do you have any theories because i have theories well i do but i don't know if i want to you know say too much because well we could just
0: say hey spoiler alert
1: yeah, um... Yeah, so I'll I mean, say it. Hey, spoiler alert!
0: <laughs> Archive uh,
1: 81. Yeah, I mean, I think, um... Well, I mean, I think the season two is is going to be them trying to get back to him type thing. Okay, Or him That's back to them? I, that, back to them, yeah. Or him back to them. So my, my great
0: theory is that, and so this will be spoilery, but in a way that like, I'm not going to like pull names and stuff out of a hat for this, but, um, in the very end there, when they go into the other side and he finds her, right. And they're working their way out and she sees, you know, predator basically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) right what dawned on me is that they're supposed to already be in his domain Mm -hmm. right but she was still only seeing him the predator in the mirror and not just out in the room despite the fact that they were already supposed to be in his domain which in my mind makes me think that he when they did the ritual and when she originally passed through because if you if you track like how all of the failures like over time of them trying to open the portal and mm-hmm. they got a little bit closer to getting the re- like the right combo of shit to happen mm-hmm. they needed one of her kind to be alive for that to happen so when that happened that time and she went in i think that predator motherfucker actually she's the vessel because mm-hmm. they thought on the outside that the one that they were killing yes. was the vessel yeah. Because of the, the way that the ritual went. And they were like, oh, you're the vessel. They're going to take on this. I don't think that's the case. I think that the reason why it didn't open in the first place, because they didn't have that right witch or whatever yeah. being there, she's the vessel, and that's why she's seeing him in the mirror, even though they're in his domain. And why that guy pulled her through at the end, because the goal was to get him into the real world. Mm. Right? And left the other guy behind. And when he left, in that hallway, there were two doors, right? Mm -hmm. One, and when they went in, her mother said, Listen, you're going to listen for this tone specifically. They had the tuning fork, right? This is the tone. follow Follow that. There were two tones happening. The tone of the tuning fork that the people in 1994 had, and her tuning fork. He went through the other door, he's in 1994 because mm-hmm. that ritual was technically bridging time and yes. it's happening simultaneously so they went he pulled th- her through the door into modern times 2019 and he went back to 1994 so he is time legit time traveled he's not in the other side he legit fucking time traveled because yeah. the hospital girl talks about having him be the only survivor of the vesser that's right and so he actually did dead-ass right. travel time. Makes
1: sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. We'll find out on season two. Season two! They got to green light it, though. I'm, I have to imagine. It's
0: been in, like, the it's top done, ten for a while. Yeah, it's, done,
1: it's done really well, so I'm sure we'll see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but no, I thought it was really well done in general. I thought the writing was good. I thought the acting was good by pretty much everyone. The little girl did a really good job. Like that, um, uh, I can't remember the the uh the character's name off the top of my head. But no, everyone did a really good job. And and despite the fact that am I am I crazy or is the whole mold causing the haunting thing one of the arcs for haunt, like the haunting of Hill House series? Mold? I don't think it was. Didn't they say that
1: the mold was like making all this shit happen? Like, in yeah, the... there was another show. I don't know if it was haunting, was it? You, a... Yeah, you know what? I think it was haunting a hill house. I think it was, wasn't I it? I think it was haunting a hill house because when I watched it and they said mold, my brain went, Wait a minute, this yeah, sounds because there was that room, too, right? There was like a room, yes, and, it was very and it was moldy. It and was, and the was the first episode, first season, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, it's very similar, very like concept, yeah. How fucking wild would it be if they were if they were like fucking crossing
0: universes? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you
1: never know. You never know. Wait, was haunting James Wan? No, no, no. Who yeah. was it? Who was it? Who was Haunting uh, Hill House? I forget, I forget his name. He started to make. He, he was like relatively unknown until he started until that happened. These, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Fuck. There you go. There you go. Cross universe. Go. Yeah, but it was Haunting Hill House. Yeah, we enjoyed. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, no, nope, thumbs it was, up. It was, it was fine. Yeah. Thumbs up for sure. And it was like just enough episodes. I think it was like eight episodes, something like that. Uh, Yeah, it's in that pocket somewhere. That seems or to be no, the... it was ten. It was ten episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, oh, like, no, ne- wait. Was it? No, I think it ten. I think it was eight. I think it was eight. Yeah, it was eight. Yeah.
0: That yeah, seems so to like... be the, the, the gist of, of Netflix stuff is like when they do a series, it's like eight episodes seems to be where they fall
1: most of mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that's that's what we watched. Now we're watching Boba Fett and, and uh after that, I'm not sure. I might uh we might end up watching um the Marvel the uh, fucking Hawkeye. Oh, shit.
0: Oh. Um uh are you yeah. going to watch Peacemaker or whatever the that oh, one yeah, is? Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe I'll watch that next. Yeah, cuz that's that I've heard better better things. Versus Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. it. They're beautiful. Which means it's time for... Tech Support! Patreon.com slash TV is the place to go. If you want to financially support this podcast, keep the wheels moving and keep the heat in my new house on, if we even get so far as to install heaters, $10 more each month allows you to get a couple things. Chiefly, you can ask us questions each and every week on a post I put up on Patreon called Tech Support. We answer as many of them as we can with the time that we have. And get down to it. This week, what do we got? Supercom Guru, best and worst
1: kinds of pie. Best kind, apple pie. Okay. First kind, lemon meringue. Lemon meringue? Meringue. How do you not
0: like lemon meringue pie? That's the heresy. That shit's dope. It's nasty. Oh, it's bro. jelly,
1: gross, nasty. Okay. Best kind of pie, man, that's tough. Apple is up there. Man, apple's number one. You, there ain't no pie better than a warm slice of apple pie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. It just doesn't... I'm biased because I grew up with my grandmother making blueberry pie. And I mean, it, was too, fucking, it was pretty fucking dope. I find blueberry pie a little too rich like I'll eat it and it's enjoyable but mm. you know apple pie it's like you can you can eat it whenever i got to be in the mood for blueberry pie mm. it's true i also eat an unimaginable amount of
0: pumpkin pie but what? i think it's nasty too uh, i think uh yeah man uh you know what else is really good ranks high for me though strawberry rhubarb Oof, my god uh worst kinds of pie though Doesn't sound like you hate any pie, Adam. I mean, there's, I mean, let's be real. It's pie. I mean, I'm going to fucking eat some pie. This is like pizza. It's like, I might not, I might not personally buy it, but if it's free pie, I'm likely to eat that pie. It's going to happen. Worst kinds of pie. uh, Not a big fan of any uh, of raspberry uh, because like, unless they go through the effort of straining the seeds out and shit. And it's just not a flavor that I think works as a standalone for for pies. Not a big fan of that. Uh, Similar to Blackberry. Um, uh, Man. Pie that I can only do in very small amounts, but still kind of like it. It's like key lime pie. That's super friggin' like uh, powerful flavor that you can only eat so much of it. Uh, and uh, uh, and pecan pecan pie is incredibly mm. rich because pecan pie is really just a giant butter tart. Yeah. That's all it is. Which don't get me wrong, I'll fucking eat six butter tarts right now. But for some reason, if you put it in pie form, I look at it and my body goes, "Bro, nah, you can't, you can't do that." Let's be realistic. Um, Seth asks Jeff, "What's the final
1: diaper count now that he's out of them?" He's not out of them. Oh, okay. Kai still wears still what's, still wears diapers. What's the updated diaper count? You know, it's still the same as before. I haven't I haven't changed <laughs> no, one diaper no, since the last there's time.
0: There's not been one emergency situation in which you've had to
1: change diaper? Mm, no. Damn, you've done well. Yeah. I, I might have changed maybe ten diapers in, in all of fatherhood so far. <laughs> maybe. Uh Valkus asks, any power
0: outage stories from last weekend? I was uh I was without power from Friday until late Saturday night. Uh but I have an inverter for my car to power limited stuff in my ap- in uh, apartment and a vast library of books to read. Now, that's a that's a that's a method of powering stuff in your house I haven't heard uh uh before using your car your car's inverter. Um out here, we didn't lose power, which is rare because our power's been fucking terrible as of late, and anything, you sneeze on the power line, the power fucking go out out here so, the fact that we didn't was surprising, now, mind you it was much later into the next day before we got freezing rain, whereas other parts of the province got fucking mangled, and then we eventually got ours too, but it wasn't like, I mean Middle Sackville had like an inch of fucking freezing rain on the trees uh, like, these pictures where t- trees are just literally kissing the ground because uh, there was so much ice uh and uh a lot of people had no power all the way up until we had the rainstorm following that and they still didn't have power and then they got even less power so no we got we got a little bit lucky out here did you guys lose yeah, your during power. That?
1: yeah we lost power several times uh it was on off on off um but we have a we have a house generator so yeah, the, it doesn't, the big it doesn't really affect us um you get the big, the big boy. Yeah, I was How often do to you
0: swap? Because gas is that gas powered? That big propane. propane. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say because with the amount of times that you use it, you'd have to be siphoning out and replacing the gas every so often because it would no, lose it its. Three, octane.
1: three big ass propane tanks. <clears throat> uh, one of them's almost gone now. There's still two other full big oh, okay. ass propane tanks. So, I think I think from the three of them, they said it could be up to two weeks of power outage. Continuous. Yeah. Before. You know, and we get everything. So our internet internet runs on a different power line. So yeah, internet still works. Every, everything works. The only thing that's not hooked up is <laughs> is the oven. For whatever reason, the <laughs> oven the oven's not connected. The pool's not connected, and the hot tub. They're all in different breakers. Um, everything else works fine. Fridge, freezers. That's uh, so everything. random the oven. The ovens. It's the way they set it up. On- I could I could move. I could get an electrician to move the oven. Uh, yeah. panel, um, onto where the, the, um, the generator panel is. Mm. Um, but we just... Yeah. There you go. Whatever.
0: 99% of the household. Yeah. Powered. Yeah. Powered. Yeah, I was just very surprised that we didn't lose it, because, like, anything fucking knocks our power out here these days. Uh, and a lot of that's because they've had so much new construction up here that the power grid is getting like way more drained out of it out this end of the fucking uh city now and so anything and it's like it's like the water mains too they're like they've they put so many new places with new water coming off the main and the mains are all old as shit they're original all the way out here and so, like, they they just like a pow like a water main goes every three fucking days here. It just blows a hole in the road, and then we get like people have no water for like fucking twenty four hours because everything's just being overworked. Uh matt asks do you have any predictions for the steam deck launch for example do you expect a smooth launch or will there be hardware or game compatibility issues well as one that is waiting for his patiently uh, patiently to arrive mr black do you have any predictions as to how this launch is going to go i think it's i think it's gonna be fine I don't I don't no hit no hit other than delivery other than supply issues I think that'll be the issue. That's the that's the the one you're not expecting yeah. any any walls in terms of uh of uh hardware or I mean, software there be, issues.
1: There might be some obscure games and shit that won't work correctly but I'm sure it'll be it'll serve its purpose.
0: Yeah, I think the same thing. I think I think that that, that what they're doing is is not so wildly Outside of the norm for them and not something that they haven't already sort of done with the steam boxes back in the day That they should within reason This should be pretty damn smooth. I'm sure there will be hiccups, but yeah, probably not too bad Uh, Mark Furry, what's your biggest use of your phone? Um, YouTube I'm somewhere between YouTube and Twitter My twos is my two main social media platforms YouTube and Twitter um, I'll pop on, you know, in the spring and summer months, fall months, when I'm taking pictures and whatnot, I, uh, I post onto my Instagram now. But I'm not somebody that goes on Instagram to scroll. Uh, I'm not on TikTok, uh, everything that I would need to see, by, you know, virally uh ends up on twitter for me anyway like it's somebody posts literally just the video from tiktok on twitter so i don't need to really be keeping up too much over there but that's yeah it, youtube and twitter are like the two main for sure and speaking of that and maybe this is where the question comes from so yesterday samsung announced like the the s22 um launch uh launch date and open pre-orders and i and and it was also the same day that i saw somebody send out a reminder that hey. If your phone is from this year, just remember that you are going to stop getting security updates soon. And I had forgotten how long I've had this phone because it works fucking perfectly. It's, 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 this is, I love this phone to death. There's nothing wrong with it. But without security updates, you'd be insane to to keep using your phone. Because your life is basically on this now. Like, Like, everything is on this fucking thing. So... Uh, discovered that uh, security updates are going to go bye-bye here for my, my phone pretty soon uh, this year. Uh, or changed over to every six months, and then it's being nixed entirely. The pandemic really fucked with my timeline. In my head, I've had this phone for like two years, but I've had it for four (laughs) instead instead so yeah i'll keep it because i'll keep it as a media thing because it's still very useful for that and again it works perfectly fine the battery's fine there's no hitches but i gotta get a new one so they announced the, the s22 yesterday they aren't doing they don't make the notes anymore and once you've used a note with this fucking stylus here you just you just don't go back you can't not you can't not have this little motherfucker in your phone once you've done it uh, and so they've made that the, uh, uh part of the S-Line. So I picked mine up for pre-order yesterday, and I'll have, I'll have that. Um, well, I'm not even excited about it. Because when I got this phone, I, like, legitimately needed it. Because my other phone died. Like, it, it got bricked. It just, it was dead. It couldn't use it. But with this, it was like, oh, I can't, I'm i'm perfectly happy but i also need to make sure that i'm secure it's well one thing i said on twitter that i'm jealous of iphone users is that apple provides security updates for a bajillion years and so you might not be able to update to the latest version of the software or something like that but if you don't need that shit and you're just happy using your phone you're still getting security updates with apple it's the one thing that android fucking blows ass with so um yeah it's pain in the ass um, Doctor Samurai, any epic sports stories that you were a part of, uh, like a last-second shot to win or home run in the bottom of the ninth? Okay, go, reach back into your youth for that one, Mister Black. D- I don't, I, I don't have any. <laughs> Not any even any from the Briar Patch back in the day, the old Rock and Country Club. You can't think of anything from back then.
1: Nothing that stands out, man. I don't. I don't. <sighs> my my memory isn't. Isn't that crisp? It was a long time ago, man. It <laughs> was a long fucking time ago, bro. Those days were literally twenty years ago. It's true, legit. It's true. Twenty. They're turning all that into housing, by the way. They leveled it here.
0: Yeah, I saw that entirely. Um. So, man. Uh The one year that I played soccer, and it was literally one summer. Um even though I wasn't the goalie, uh our goalie was out of position. Kid went to go fucking kick this ball, it was last second, would have won would have won the game uh or or would have uh tied the game up. I laid the body down. Say that everyone cheered and then I never played soccer again because I thought it was boring as fuck.
1: Hey, you retired you retired I, on top, man. I retired on top at so the ripe old top. age of like
0: nine. There just you go. Just retired
1: on top. Most people can't say that.
0: Uh there was one basketball tournament uh that I played in in the finals. Uh it was a back and forth game. I uh, it was terrible offensively, just fucking Uh, because for whatever reason I needed to be further from the net to be accurate and this was basketball before they started making big people shoot three pointers so I was better than our point guard at shooting threes back then but I couldn't do dick under the net uh unless it was on defense and specifically in this one match uh it was very close game uh last quarter real tight back and forth and I was just on a tear and there was one play specifically where I blocked every player on the opposing team in one play. So a guy went up for a shot, blocked it. Ball, I swatted it. So another guy picks it up. He goes for a shot. I run over, I get up, blocked it. Next one, all five of them. And then eventually we got the ball. I don't know why the rest of my teammates couldn't be the one to fucking get the ball. Every time I blocked the damn thing, they had five attempts. And they fucking failed every one of them. But hey. It happened. And I felt real good, because it's only two things in basketball that feel really peak. Dunking, which feels and incredible, blocking. and blocking. Those, that, That's like the two peak feels.
1: All right. And I so do uh, remember. That, I do was, remember that was one. it. I do remember one. All right. It's grade eight. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's grade is eight. Is this going to be you versus fucking? No. This okay. Is grade, this, this is grade eight. <laughs> and I remember being in gym. Yep. And the teacher said, hey. Why don't you, uh, join track and field? Oh said, right, ah. yeah. Okay. I said, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not really that interested in track and field." They said, "Well, we need runners. Can you run?" <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I, can run. I was like, "Yeah, I can." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I can run." <laughs> uh, so they said, "All right, come, come here after school. All right, and we'll make it happen." So I stay there after school, and um. I do a different tryout. So I, I tried out um, throwing the javelin stick. I tried mm. uh, uh, sprinting. I tried um, try like shot put or something like that. I tried long jump. I tried high jump. I tried I tried all kinds of stuff. Mm. I ended up choosing two. I ended up playing uh, doing hurdles. Okay. And I ended up doing um, the fifteen hundred meter uh, run run. So. I train, right, and training goes on for months, right, A <laughs> couple months or whatever. That hardcore grade eight track yeah. and field training, track and field. So we go there, like <laughs> we go there during gym or after school, and uh, buses would then like take kids home after the after the training and and shit. And uh, this this is a true. This is a true story. So track and field day comes, and it's way out in Sackville. And we have to show we have to show up at school in the morning, and then the buses pick us up, and they drive us out. so we go to this big track meet, and there's all these different junior high schools, and there was high school, so it was like both um so there's like different age age groups and um I do my hurdle, and uh i remember i didn't I didn't warm up I remember my mom actually packed me a lunch um Cause I remember, yeah. I remember eating like a sandwich and a bag of chips before I went and ran, uh, or I did my, did my hurdles. I didn't Bold stretch roof. I didn't stretch or anything. All wow. right. So, wow. Wow. so, so I basically go down, I do the hurdle, <laughs> right? I, I, I run, um, I did all right. But then at the very end, I got a big leg cramp. And so I finished Unsurprising. <laughs> so I finish and that's fine. So this isn't part of that. That isn't the main epic moment. Here's the, here's the, here's the epic Ooh. moment. <laughs> all right okay all the right. 1500 meter run it's mm. like uh it was like it's it's a long run like it's a one and a half it, kilometers you yeah, know that's, it's, a, that's a that's it's a hefty run a, it's a decent it's a decent run right so i was training pretty much every day running um even on our street when i would I'd, I'd run around the big loop and different things like that so uh i was like man i'm ready to go so the race <laughs> starts and we're all off we start running. We start running. Five minutes goes by. We keep running. Uh, more time goes by. We keep running, and then, right at the end, I'm gasping. Right, I'm hurting. <laughs> okay, I'm out of shape. Right, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm doing it, and it's yes. down. It's down to me and one guy. Mm. And we're neck and neck, and I'm like, man, mm. I'm gonna fucking beat this motherfucker. So we're running, <laughs> and I, I'm gasping. Hey, <laughs> we're neck and neck, and I managed to get through just before him, and I come in second last place and not last <laughs> place. Baby. Let's go, let's man. go. Because I was fighting. Let's I go. Was, I was, I was saying to myself, there is no <laughs> way in fuck I'm coming last place. There was like two dozen runners and it's down to me and some other guy. We're both out of shape. I'm gasping. I'm not, I'm barely running at this point. I'm like, my arms are flailing like I'm running, but it's more like a power walk. And we're both struggling. I'm like, (laughs) and I beat him. I was like, and I was celebrating. I was like, yeah, let's go. You know, second, last place.
0: How did that, how did last place feel? Was he, was he rattled?
1: Oh, he was salty, man. He was, he wasn't, he was salty. And we were both gasping. We get at the end, like <gasps> it got to the point where we were running, and we were doing it like the big track. So like, there's a there's, there's style. You didn't thousand. get lapped. What? You didn't get lapped, did you? Oh, you fucking right! I got lapped, bro. <laughs> Second last place, man, bro. I got, bro. I got lapped early. I wasn't even. I was. I was pretty much finishing my first lap, and the first place dude was running past me, bro. This. To, <laughs> What do you mean? Did you didn't get lapped, did you? Everybody lapped our asses. It was it was like me and one other guy down. And him and I, bro, we we finished like three, four minutes behind everybody. So like oh my God. So it was it was like our own private race. Everybody in, around this little stadium was watching us because like you're on the main thing. No Were other, they like were they like ironically cheering you on? No, like nobody was even paying attention to us anymore. We were just out there. Like, you know, people were eating their lunch. She had some high jumpers in the middle of the fucking, in the field doing her shit. And I'm sitting Nobody there running gave for a my fuck. life. Nobody gave a fuck anymore, bro. That was four or five minutes ago when the race actually stopped. We're sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. I oh my God. That was hey. epic for me. Hey, that was epic. That's all worth. I thought you were
0: when you said grade eight, I thought you were gonna bring up like the uh the oh, uh what uh, Miss
1: Tr- uh, fucking Tracer Chism, or whatever her name Chism, is. Chisholm was uh, it Chisholm? I think it was I think it turned into McDonald's. She got married. Yeah, like, she got married, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, oh fucking. That's my hell. epic that's my epic tale, man. Never pretty, did track and field again.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a ten out of ten. You need to turn that into an animation. You pay somebody to turn that into because an animation. I
1: bet you thought. It was down to me and him. First, yeah, and yeah. second place. You sold no. it. You hey, sold man. it like a I, pro. Hey, no, this was this was second last. Second and last last place, right. bro. And that's not. It's not even second last and last. It's like we got lapped four minutes and last. Yeah, bro, <laughs> we got fucking lapped, bro. It was just the two of us out there, bro. We were racing each other. There was like We, we had no chance. The moment the race started, bro... Yeah, were like, people I was out there, like,
0: running. picking up pylons. Like, the, yeah. the whole event's already over. You two are
1: still running. They're just cleaning the fucking track and, up. bro, it's not even just that we were running, man. We were struggling. Like, we were out there fighting for a life, and nobody gave a fuck. And we were out there just trying to finish, man. I just wanted to finish and not come in last place, and that's what I did, so... That's what's oh my up. god!
0: Yeah. That's fucking incredible. Oh my lord! That's a good laugh. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Last question comes in from. This is a short podcast this week. Uh, what? Are, this is the, a rare week where we only had eight questions. Luke asks, "What are some? T- oh, this is a bold question to ask, Luke. What are some tips on uh, on investing for beginners?" I would like to have some kind of passive income in the future, but know literally nothing about stocks or even where to begin. All right, uh, your first mistake advice. was coming right. was coming here for your very first information. <laughs>
1: Buy real estate. There it is. Buy real you estate. Win. You win. Buy real estate. It's not financial advice, but it's semi-financial advice. Buy real estate. You really can't go wrong with buying real estate.
0: I mean, you don't need a lot. No. You have, like your primary
1: residence and like one other property... And oh just... yeah, you're you're way ahead then. You're way ahead. You're like, done that's your retirement. You get one property and you hold on to that for 20, 30 years. That's your retirement. You've made it. Yeah, you buy it. You buy a house for four hundred thousand dollars, <throat> and ten years worth eight hundred thousand dollars, and twenty years worth one point <laughs> two million dollars. That's... You paid four hundred for it, and then you have it rent out the whole time, and you're you're getting cash flow, and they're paying down your mortgage, and then it's paid off. You want to sell it? Then you have a you know probably a Eight hundred thousand to a million dollar profit. It's it's really that that's, simple. That's I mean, the that's it's, the it's easy actually, like
0: definitely. like you could you could sit here and be like oh well you know if you look at your portfolio and you do this that and the other the, look should you probably have some of that going on? Sure. Yeah, probably. You should just go to a financial advisor for that. Would be the smart move. You know go you know go to a couple different banks. Have a couple of inter- you know you're basically interviewing them to give you your business, to give you know, them your business uh and do some reading of your own outside so you don't you know you're not like getting completely fleeced uh and have some of that passively going on in the background meaning like you're dumping x number of dollars a month into some shit make yes, use of your in Canada like your you know TFSA. your TFSAs or your, and your RRSPs and and just you know the the basic shit and then really buy a fucking house And then pay it off off as soon as humanly possible so that you don't pay off hundreds of thousands in interest. (laughs) And you've already like, cause like if you bought a house and you just said, instead of putting money away into like the market and you just put all that into paying your house down as fast as humanly possible, the odds of you as an individual investor being able to make that much money Versus the interest that you just saved on the purchase price of your house is slim.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen you you'll make you'll make more putting it in the stock market in like you know a safe index fund or whatever. Once again, it's not financial not advice, not but, financial advice, but it is true. Listen if you if you have if you have a Roth Roth IRA, which is a, the version of TFSA in the U.S. So if you have those and you you can contribute five thousand or six thousand dollars a year. And if you're in your 30s or 20s, usually you have a bunch of banked up. You have a pool. So you have a pool. So you put in. I mean, if you put your money in in the that and you buy, you know, a mutual fund or or, or dividend paying stock or whatever, and you throw it in there and you put $5,000 a year, like your return on average is going to be between, you know, 7 and 8% uh, a year. Because historically throughout the entire stock market, you're going to get around 8% um if you hold if you hold on to it if you only want to have your money in there for five years you might not make eight percent you might you might actually make more you might actually make far less just depends on what the market do Covid hits and everybody loses a shit ton of money and they panic and sell and then they're out a bunch of money or they just hold on to her by the dip and everything kind of comes back it's it's not it's not about timing in the market it's time in the market yeah so if you put a bunch of money into the into a stock market on a on you know uh, s&p 500 stocks and you get a good diversified mutual fund or whatever i'm sure you will i shouldn't say i'm sure but once again historically speaking you'll probably <laughs> make seven eight percent over a 20 30 year period which theoretically is more than a three or four percent mortgage term but with that being said um by Jeff, I have a question. But by, by hey, listen. If 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 an extra few points is worth that much to you, and you're that savvy, then sure, you go ahead and you you put all your money in there. Uh, I'm a big proponent of paying off your principal residence, and then with that money that the mortgage that you would have been paying, uh, you can then put that in the stock market aggressively. You know, if your mortgage payment is $1,600 a month and it's paid, then you can just throw $1,600 a month into the stock market and it'll snowball very quickly, right? Yeah, you statistically speaking, you will likely make more money in the market over 20 30 years than putting it in in into uh, your principal residence to pay down your 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 own mortgage. But come on. The the what ha- feels ha- better oh. than having no mortgage? In, Mr. My Black. Opinion, in my opinion, it's the paid off house. <laughs> now, if it's an investment, different story, right? You don't want to yeah. pay that down because you're your renters are going to pay that down for you, right? So you're leveraging a three or four percent interest yeah. rate, and they're paying all of it for you. You need the down payment, but like if you're if you're if you're smart, you're going to make money each month. You want to keep the the amount of money you're making in cash flow down because, especially if it's under your name, because it's going to go on your personal income tax. Which means you could, if you're at a high tax rate, you'd be paying fifty percent on your cash flow. If it's in a company, then different story. Uh, but with that being said, if you pay down your, your rentals too quickly, then you're not using your your leverage of the money. So why aggressively pay that down? Unless that's what you want to do. Listen, there's nothing wrong with paying down your, your investment portfolio. Um, I know people that what they do is they accumulate a bunch. So they say accumulate 10 properties and then they'll aggressively They'll take all the profits from all of them and they'll aggressively pay down one. And then they'll take all the profits and then they'll aggressively pay down two and then take all of them and, and do that until they're all paid. And then you're a cash flowing, you know, tens of maybe $20,000 a month, uh, which is great. And you live off that. Um, and then there's other investors that will just keep refinancing and keep pulling out money so that you don't have to pay tax on that money. And then they'll just buy more properties. And then they'll literally keep doing that until they die. And then, you know, you you can escape. You can you basically, you know, it, it's a, it's a game. It's a, it's a game. And there's certain things you can do in the States that you can't do here in Canada. Long story short, buy real estate. Hold <laughs> on to real estate if you can. Don't sell. And you will make money. Even if you bought at the top, say you bought right now and there was a market crash, which very, very hard to imagine. There will be one anytime soon. But even if it went down 20, 30%, um, it doesn't matter. If you hold on to it, it's gonna go back up. And we're all in this. I mean, for me, I'm in this for the long haul. You know, I've been I've been in uh investing in real estate for over seven years, and I'm now just getting the benefits, the real benefits of holding. It's taken that long. And I haven't even really truly got there yet. It's gonna take like another six or seven years, but like I said the, before, the 26, 27-year-old Jeff will thank the 40-year-old Jeff. Uh, or the 40-year-old Jeff will thank the 26-year-old Jeff uh, a great deal. Because, yeah, you can make a little bit of money quickly, but the real wealth building is is on the hold. So. Anything
0: is, any regardless, like, I guess the underlying theme here is that regardless of what avenue you go in, hold it. It's, it's, go long term like it, yeah. it uh uh you know the only the only people not doing that are, are the those that are losing a lot of sleep and all their hair day trading um trying to trying to read know. the market which I is like a fucking like different animal you hold on to any asset long term very very seldom are you going to do anything but make money on it so that's like the most core concept
1: <clears throat> You know, that's, you know, that that, can't go wrong with real estate. And it doesn't take a genius to like buy your own house and like, and live in it and live in it. (laughs) That's basically, that's basically it. And if you want to get crazy, then after you're done buying your own house, you go through all that, save up and buy a rental property and then just stick, it could be even a single family home. Yeah. And, and you're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars likely, uh, over a period of time. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's the long short of it.
0: Uh, just want to make sure we didn't get any random ones come in. We didn't. That's it. It's a short one, boys
1: and girls. Because I'm starting to get hungry. I smell food.
0: Yeah, I haven't eaten, I haven't eaten
1: lunch. So I guess this uh, uh, probably a, a mm-hmm. good one.
0: Uh, But yeah, it's going to be it this episode of technical alpha ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for stopping by hopefully you enjoy yourself whether you're here listening to this in real time or on the rss feeds give us a, a rating of some kind if it exists wherever you consume your podcasts pass it on to a friend or three if you think they might enjoy it
1: Oh and, a second. Uh, hard well. to buy real estate in vancouver oh uh, we were already done don't buy real estate in vancouver then Buy it elsewhere. Move! <laughs> Stop living in these places that like God. Six billion dollar
0: houses. The only Listen. people making money they their already owned property like yes. ten
1: years ago. Listen. Everyone Matt. else is poor. If you live in Vancouver, if you live in Toronto, if you live in New York or California, and you're complaining about the price of houses, move. I know it's really inconvenient and you don't want to do it and you got a job and family there, then don't complain. Just, you know, move or rent. I mean, when you're when a house is like two million dollars for a fucking eighteen hundred square foot house. I mean, how do it like unless you are making endless amounts of money, how can you afford to enter into that market as an investor? You don't, then you're probably better off putting your money in the damn stock market. If not, move. Yeah, it's kind of
0: moving. It's, it is like, yeah, it's fucking hard. I mean, that, and we, we talked about this too uh, with some family members the other day. Where it was like, you know, the realities, the realities of where you're setting up shop right now, if you haven't already set up shop somewhere, um, you know, meaning like, you know, maybe you're married and you have kids and and they're in school and and like that, you know, all that makes it harder and harder as time goes on. But if you're young and you haven't bought property yet and you're looking to buy property in the future, then you have to take a look at where you live and you say, okay, either I need to get into a a job uh, and find somebody else, more than likely, who also has a really high paying job and then maybe we break into this and then we are we're okay or you have to like move somewhere else it's kind of just what it is like for example and you wouldn't be the only ones for example halifax the stats just came out was the fastest growing city in the country yep. in this last year yep. we outpaced montreal which was a sec- a second place by two percent which when you're talking about growth two percent is a lot it's
1: because uh, our real estate market here is cheap i know it's insane even say because where we're at right now, but comparatively yeah. in, speaking, in the grand scheme, it we're with, still cheap,
0: with work from home being a thing, where people are bringing jobs that they have from Toronto or Vancouver or Alberta, where they're getting paid forty percent more than people are getting paid here, and and a lot of these people own property already in those other areas from like seven ten years ago, and yep. so they can take that. And bring that money here and buy whatever the fuck they want with as much property they want, with as much fuck you land as they wanna fucking have in like in middle of nowhere, like Brock Lesnar type shit, where nobody is five fucking miles from you in any direction, you're just alone on an island. You can do that. It won't be that way for very much longer, but pay at, at the rate that it's going. But you know, that's kind of like the that's kind of the the that's just how it is everywhere. And and uh, there's nothing else that you can do about it. It sucks balls. It it really, the last two years for real estate is only good if you already own real estate. For everyone else, regardless if you're in here in Halifax or you're in Vancouver, it blows ass for everyone because it went up nearly a hundred percent in some zones in only two years. So unless you already had the property yikes Uh, and for everyone else now it's and that's why halifax is booming is because everyone looks at it and goes hey one third the property price let's go there (laughs) that's kind of it it's kind of what it is it's really 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 challenging and uh and it's not going to get better anytime soon so if you've been thinking about it and this ain't financial advice but you've been thinking about it it's life advice do it younger than older
1: yep because it'll as soon be easier. As you can. Yeah, as soon as you can. If it makes sense. If it makes sense, do it. You know what else makes sense?
0: Going to get some food. So, the yeah. podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you once again for stopping by. It's a great pleasure to be here as always. We'll see you guys next week. And until then, stay safe out there and peace!
1: Peace! <laughs>